Hello! Welcome to Be Your Best Self-Health Chats, weekly casual conversations about taking health into your own hands. I am your host, Kristen Longacre. This week's topic is going to be one that I think I answer almost daily when I am talking to new clients, potential clients, anybody who's interested in nutrition coaching. The biggest question I get, no joke, is I need new healthy recipes. Now, here's the thing. You could, I could give you an ebook of recipes, but the reality is you're not going to use them, right? You are going to probably download it, look at it, flip through it, have great intentions, and then move on because my favorite recipes might not be things that you are interested in. So instead of saying, here's a whole bunch of recipes, here's my recipe guide, here's my favorite recipes, I'm going to tell you three ways to find new recipes that work for you and your family that even if they're not healthy to begin with, you can utilize to make into healthy recipes without a ton of thought, without a lot of chaos, and moving forward in a way that you can continue to build upon your healthy recipe collection. But for starters, make sure you define what healthy is for you and your family. Because for me right now in my family, healthy means gluten-free. But that might not be what's healthy for your family. Healthy is gluten-free for my family because I'm diagnosed celiac, my son has malabsorption, and overall it's healthier for us because we don't end up sick by not having gluten in our meals. But you might be fine with gluten. You might be able to rock that regular spaghetti. You might be able to include bread with your dinner, garlic toast, cornbread, whatever it is. So keep that in mind as we talk through this, that what is healthy for me might not be healthy for you, and what is healthy for you might not be healthy for me. So that is the most important thing to consider when you're saying, I need new healthy recipes. So three ways, three ways to find new healthy recipes to add into rotation when you're burned out on your current go-to meals. Start pulling out old cookbooks. Yes, we're going back in time and we are going to pull out those physical cookbooks because if you are like me, you have an entire cupboard in your house of old cookbooks. Whether they're cookbooks you have bought, cookbooks family have given you, I had got some for my wedding. I have the old church cookbooks from the 90s and 80s that I have pulled out before. Go through old cookbooks and start to flip through them. Keeping in mind that there is stuff that you can swap out. So I pulled out a cookbook that was from 1980. It was the fourth edition from a local Croatian parish. And there was meatballs with spaghetti in it. And it just said like ground beef, you know, for the meatballs. So in our house, ground beef is fine. You know, we eat ground beef fairly often, actually. But we prefer the very lean ground beef. So that's a swap I would make. Or... If I was in a season where I was like, you know, I'm really burned out on ground beef, let's make it with turkey. Something simple like that. Then I pulled out the or an oriental chicken from an old church director. I think that was, was 1993. And that one had a lot more stuff in it that I typically wouldn't use. 
um, more salt, stuff like that. So I would just modify it to my taste, you know? So it's just kind of playing around with things like that. But also looking at other recipe books that you have, you know, over the years, I have bought so many recipe books that I've maybe cooked one meal out of, but I paid like 30 bucks for the book, right? So go back through your recipe books, find something that looks good, whether it be an old school recipe book, whether it be a new book you recently bought and just haven't used and pick something this week to try from it. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be like a three course meal, but pick a recipe, something new to try. If it goes over well, maybe add it into rotation. If it doesn't go over well, you've at least gotten some use out of that cookbook, right? Continuing on that doing it old school theme, because I'm all about doing it old school sometimes. There is something special about an old fashioned exchange of a recipe card. Um, usually my friends and I text each other, like if we find a new recipe we like, I'll send it to a friend or my friends find a new recipe, they'll be like, oh my God, you have to make this. It's so good. So it's just a link to some kind of blog post, you know, but I have a thing for writing them down. So my printer doesn't print from my computer right now and I don't feel like dealing with it. So instead of carrying my computer into the kitchen or reading a recipe on my phone, I've actually been copying them down to note cards and adding them into my grandma's recipe box. So a gift I was given for my wedding was my grandma's recipe box that has recipes that she and her friends used to exchange when they would get together and have like their cocktail hours or whatever they did, you know, back in the day. So it's really cool because I have all these handwritten recipes and there is things on there that like we don't use anymore, but it doesn't mean they can't be used. So have a swap with a friend, you know, ask a friend, send a friend out, like send a friend a note and say, hey, give me one new recipe you've tried lately. Write it out and then add it to your stack and give it a shot. You know, your friends are much more willing to share with you than you think about it. It's just one of those conversations we don't have anymore. Whereas back in the day, doing it old school, recipe swaps were such a common thing. Last year around Christmas, one of my friends actually hosted a recipe card exchange where we all sent her a recipe card with our Christmas cards. And then she sent her Christmas card and a recipe back to anybody who was involved. So it was a fun way to get even like one or two new recipes. But I'm imagining she actually probably got a good chunk of recipes because when she started it on Facebook, I know there was at least like 10 or 15 people who responded. And think about it. It doesn't even have to be Christmas. Like, don't you love getting something in the mail that's not a bill? <laughs> Ask your friends on Facebook to do a recipe swap. Old school. You could also do it virtually, but like do it old school so you have that physical written out recipe. And don't hesitate to reach out to friends. Like I said, ask your friends, your family, what their favorite recipes are at the moment. You never know what you'll find. And then last but not least, you know, there's Google, there's Pinterest. We have a thousand, hundred million, that's not even a number, recipes available to us at the tip of our fingers. But take a few minutes to read the comments. If you are on Google or Pinterest, see what is going on with the recipes. See if there's anything that stands out. See if there's anything that somebody has called out like, hey, I modified this to be gluten-free or I modified this to have more vegetables in it. If you find a recipe you like or you see something that looks interesting, read the comments because you might actually find a lot more insight on it than you initially 
think from just that first recipe, right? At the end of the day, the most important thing is not to get overwhelmed by the idea that a recipe needs to be healthy because we don't even, we don't even define healthy that easily. You know, if I were to ask you, well, what do you mean? And this is always my question back when someone says, I need new healthy recipes. I say, what do you mean by healthy? Because our definitions of healthy are all different. For some people, they think of healthy recipes as it has to have all these vegetables in it. It's got to be colorful. It can't have any processed foods and blah, 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 blah. But for some people, healthy might simply mean gluten-free or dairy-free or low sugar. Every single person has a different definition of what healthy means to their body. And that's going to be the most important thing when you are out there looking for new recipes. Don't hesitate to take a step back before you do your recipe research and define healthy for yourself. Then you can start doing your research. You can find new recipes, find new things to try, and where modifications need to be made, don't be afraid to make them. Worst case scenario, you have to start over, but it's not the end of the world. It's one recipe, one night. You're not constantly starting over. At the end of the day, take your time, do your research. You know my phrase, research, adjust, and heal will get you to the best benefit in the end. As always, it's great to have you here. And if you have a chance to visit iTunes or Spotify to rate and review, I would greatly appreciate it. The more reviews you give, the more people that can find this podcast. Send it to a friend. Come check back in next week.